Thank you for listening to the highlights from Ukraine podcast. We've launched a Patreon page where you can support us and get access to some extra content about the wartime life in Ukraine. Our latest episode is about how Ukrainians work in times of invasion. Link to the Patreon page is in the description to this episode. Thank you. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 68 days, Ukraine defends itself against the Russian invasion. The president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, in his traditional video address, informed that 220 Ukrainian children have been killed by the Russian army since February 24th. He stressed that we still don't know about everyone because we don't have access to the temporary occupied areas of Ukraine. For example, yesterday Russian troops launched another missile strike against Odessa. The missile destroyed the dormitory, killing a 14-year-old boy and wounding with a shrapnel 17-year-old girl. Zelensky asked, what was it for? How did these children and the dormitory threaten the Russian state? The president added that almost 1,600 educational institutions were destroyed or damaged by shelling. The latest being a gymnasium founded over 100 years ago in Lysychansk, Lugansk region. It was built by the Belgians and withstood two world wars, but not Russian shelling. According to the National Police of Ukraine, 1,202 bodies of civilians killed by the Russian invaders in the Kyiv region alone were found and documented, reports Interfax Ukraine. Many of the killed have signs of torture on their bodies. Total eight mass burial places were found, most of them in the territory of Bucha district. In an interview to the Italian media, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said that Zelensky's argument that Ukrainians aren't Nazis because they elected him, a Jew, as a president doesn't work, reports Ukrainska Pravda. He claimed that Hitler also had Jewish blood and added that the most ardent anti-Semites are usually Jews. This appalling statement caused a lot of criticism. Israeli Foreign Minister Yair Lapid said that the Russian minister's words were outrageous and a huge historical error. The Israeli Foreign Ministry summoned the Russian ambassador, asking for explanations. U.S. State Department spokesman Ned Price said that such remarks were a manifestation of the lowest form of racism, propaganda and lies. The President Volodymyr Zelensky questioned how someone could say something like this on the eve of the anniversary of the victory over Nazism. He stressed that these words mean that Russia's top diplomat is blaming the Jewish people for Nazi crimes. Zelensky pointed out that despite the public outcry, no one hears objections or excuses from Moscow. The president questioned whether the Israeli ambassador will stay in Moscow knowing their new position. Will Israeli relations with Russia remain as usual? Secretary of the National Security and Defense Council of Ukraine Alexei Danilo said that according to the information from the Ukrainian intelligence, on May 9th a general mobilization may be announced in Russia, reports Interfax Ukraine. He added that Ukraine does not plan the next wave of mobilization and has enough servicemen who came to the military enlistment offices and undergo training now. The General Staff of Ukraine informs that the Russian troops are taking measures to replenish significant losses of equipment, reports Der Kalotyzhnya. For example, in the Voronezh region of Russia, 17 tanks and 60 infantry fighting vehicles BMP-1 were taken out of storage and sent to Ukraine. In the Donetsk direction, the main efforts of the Russian army continue to focus on establishing full control over the settlements of Rubizhna and Popasna and advancing in the direction of the settlements of Liman and Slovyansk. Yesterday, Ukrainian air defense units hit seven Orlan-10 and one four-post unmanned aerial vehicles. 
12 enemy attacks have been repulsed in Donetsk and Lugansk regions, 6 tanks, 5 artillery systems, 22 units of armored combat vehicles and 8 units of enemy vehicles have been destroyed. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine. Thank you.